Hello and welcome to Victory Briefings, where we use the Word of God for a victorious life. I'm Dwight Hammond, and I thank you for joining me today. Be blessed by the Holy Spirit as He gives you new revelation knowledge through the Word of God. Be sweet, don't stink. Let's look at Ephesians 5, verses 5 through 8. Ephesians 5 started out with Paul telling us to walk in love. Be imitators of God, he said. God is love, we know that. So we should walk in love as his dear children. Jesus loved us and gave himself for us as a sweet-smelling sacrifice. We should do likewise with him. Then Paul gives us a list of stinky things that we should not be or do. Let's look at chapter 5. Verses 5 through 8. New King James Version says, For this you know, that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them. Verse 8 For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Paul begins talking about walking in love, and then he mentions walking in light. So it's a step-by-step process following Jesus. False teachers may say that you can be a Christian and live in habitual, deliberate sin, but Paul calls these teachings empty and vain words. You can compare verses 5 and 6 with the works of the flesh listed at Galatians 5.19 and 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 through 11. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. And verse 11 tells us, And such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Christians can and sometimes do commit sexual sins and operate in covetousness, But it's not their habitual nature. In this parallel passage of Scripture, Paul listed the same sins, but went on to say, And such were some of you, but ye are washed, and ye are sanctified, and ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Earlier in Ephesians chapter 2, we saw that we were dead in trespasses and sins, sons of disobedience, verses 1 and 2, but now we are alive together with Christ, verse 5, seated together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, verse 6. Now that we are children of God, we ought to walk in love. After we have learned to walk in unity, purity, and love, we take the next step towards victory in our lives. Now back to Ephesians chapter 5. Verses 7 and 8 tells us, Therefore, do not be partakers with them. For you were once darkness, 
and now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. You see, sin doesn't make Christians sinners any more than good behavior makes sinners saints. Paul explains this in Romans chapter 6. It is important to be holy, but not so that we can be accepted by God. God accepts us based on our faith in Christ. However, a lack of holiness is a bad witness and invites the enemy into our lives. The devil will hold us captive as a slave as long as we yield to him. If you've done some really stinky things in the past, the devil will attempt to work through people to harass you for the rest of your life. Thoughts will come that tell you you can't do anything for God because of your past. The key is to repent and keep sin in your past. God forgives those who repent and get back on track. It's time for you to get busy and do more of God's will. So Paul was stating the characteristics of unbelievers here, telling the Christians not to act like them. Chapter 5, verse 6 in Ephesians tells us, Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Verse 6 is the same as Colossians 3, 6. The children of disobedience are unbelievers. Disobedience in this verse and in the Colossians 3.6 means disbelief, obstinate, and rebellious. This is not about sinning because of a weakness, but this describes a person who is unregenerate and rebellious in sin. Notice that God's wrath comes on the sons of disobedience. This is a picture of unbelievers. And Nahum tells us that God reserves wrath for his enemies. If you look at Nahum chapter 1, verse 2, New King James says, God is jealous and the Lord avenges. The Lord avenges and is furious. The Lord will take vengeance on his adversaries and he reserves wrath for his enemies. Today I'll finish up with a side note. Whenever I read Nahum, I think of the city on the Sea of Galilee where Jesus spent most of his ministry time. Capernaum, or Capernaum, means the city of Nahum. It's probably where the prophet lived. God's word is a joy to study, and Jesus is coming soon, so look busy. Thank you for following the podcast. I hope you will share this message. God bless you, my friend. Remember, you can share your comments and prayer requests. Click the mailbag button on the website. Or you can email me, mailbag at victorybriefings.net. With your permission, I'll read your comments on the mailbag section of the podcast. This program and other materials are available at victorybriefings.net.